Hello and welcome. I'm Eric. And I'm John. And this is the Wikipedia Chronicles. podcast where we start with a random article, explore it, then follow the links and see where it takes us. So, John, what do you have for us on this the 88th episode? Anders Wyrnius. <laughs> so I got... Okay. I mean, there's like, there's like eight more words total in the article, so I'm mm. going to go ahead and yield to you because... The most I have in the chamber is the power of curiosity. Uh. <laughs> I have no real drive to go for this article because there is so, so, so little we can do with it. Please tell me you have something that is not a moth. I do. Okay. We're off to um, the races. I have Raju Yudin oh, no. Ahmed Raju. Oh, no. Don't, don't tell me. <laughs> it is... A Bangladesh Awami League p- politician and the former Posts and Telecommunications Minister. Okay, I have a confession to make about mine. Anders Wyrnius was a Finnish politician. Mm. So, he was the twice vice chairman of the Home Office of the Senate of Finland. So, we got... A Bangladesh politician or another politician? <laughs> we got a choice of politicians here. Yeah. And from... mine is more than eight words, but <laughs> mine also is like two sentences long. So. Right. Yeah. I mean, mine is also two sentences long. Okay. So the links, I, the links I have are Bangladesh... Narsindi and the uh, Narsindi Sadar Apazala. Alright, not gonna lie, yours already does sound distinctly more fun to, to say. The thing is, uh, this guy's brother was accused in the murder of a former mayor of Narsindi. Uh-huh. So that's could be something. Okay, that's a very... Yeah, yeah, that might turn the tide in your favor, because all I've got is what I've already said. I told you <laughs> there were like eight more words in the article. I wasn't lying. The other words are numbers, which aren't words. So... Uh, <laughs> um, I have the links St. Petersburg, Finnish, and Senate of Finland. Hmm. That, that's it. So if you want to know about Finland or um, you know, Christmas... Well, actually, you know, Christmas time is upon us again here at Twick, and uh, uh, you know, Bangladesh, as we know from last year's extensive <laughs> research on the on the special, uh, we 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 know that Bangladesh is probably less likely than Finnish or fi- mm. Finnish than Finland <laughs> to uh, uh, have you know Christmas 
uh, things. That's true. That is true. So it's up to us. I mean, we're probably gonna end up in politics, but Maybe. I think I think your guy sounds better. I think the things that you're saying sound less like words and more like fun noises <laughs> to say. And since that's how I base most of my decisions in life, uh, I would like to go to yours if you could tell me how to pronounce the sure. <laughs> words that are his name. It's Ra G U. Well, hold on. Okay, that's not a G U. That's a J I U. That's necessary to. Yep. <laughs> D D I N. Oh, okay. He's one of the few. Is he? Is he the dentist? He is not the dentist. <laughs> Very good. Okay. Then he's Ahmed. Rajudin Ahmed Raju. That is it. As opposed to Rajidun Rat Rajudun Raju Rajudin Rajudin Ahmed, who by himself without a Raju is simply a dentist. <laughs> That's what it says. That's <laughs> what it said in the drop down on my way over here. That's what, what I picked up. I was going to go see the dentist, but. <laughs> All right. Well. Yeah, I mean, I already kind of. Yeah, you did cover everything. Cover here. everything. You're in not. Here, so. I mean, you didn't have a choice. If you, yeah. wanted to t- if you wanted to tell me more about it, you had <laughs> to finish covering it. Um, so we can either go to Bangladesh, go to Narsindi. Or this other Narsindi. Uh, um, let's go to Narsindi number two. Hmm. The one in the sentence about the brother, brother. Yeah. killing the mayor. Right. I don't know why those are different, because to me it looks like they are totally referring to the same thing. But one's definitely a different link. Okay, so, yeah, let's just see what... Uh, the first Narsingdi takes you to the district. second one takes you to... A Mozilla. A town? I don't know or what an Upzilla is. Upzilla. <laughs> Upzilla. Upzilla. So that's the first problem, that we, we don't know what an Upzilla is. I guess it's... Um... Okay, Narsingdi Sadar is in Upazilla of the Narsingdi district. So it's one more zilla above. Right. The it's one zilla up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's the district, and then above that, zilla. <laughs> I like that word, though. It's Upazilla. It's Upazilla. <laughs> Yeah, like, you know, we're in Ephrata Township, and then there's Ephrata, which is up Azilla <laughs> upon the township. If you go down Azilla, there's really not much yeah. there. If you go down Azilla from Ephrata Township, you're in Lancaster County. Yeah. You know, it's a little less, you know, well just well, Less well specific. And, yeah. I like up Azilla. Can we yeah. make up Azilla? <laughs> Can we make that a thing? A sliding scale of townships <laughs> and boundaries, maybe? That would be That would be good. Yeah, I, I, I like would, that. I enjoy it, yeah. Um, um, um. So. So. Okay, the so. speak Bengali here. Okay. <laughs> um. It has 81,780 households, and you've never heard of it. Wow. Yeah, it's a, it's like 100,000 people, at least. Like a total area of 213 square kilometers. Or 82 square miles. 
which makes it, you know, not 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 huge, but also not very the smallest. Dense. Very dense. Uh, specifically, three thousand people per square mile. Hmm. That's pretty dense. That's, that's decent. Good. That's I mean, decent. That's not bad. That's wait, three thousand. This. But uh, that's that's ridiculous. That's actually <laughs> legitimately hard to comprehend because if you go to New York City, that population density there is like, I think maybe two thousand. They're fitting one more thousand per per square mile, and you're not you don't know you don't know what this is. You've <laughs> never been here. You never heard of uh, uh Narsingdi Narsingdi. I'm sorry, Nar <laughs> Narsingdi Sadar. You've never been up at Zilla. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> and yet... Oh, well, um, you might be off on that one, right? Wait, really? Double-checked in New York City. Oh. It has a density of 28,000 per square mile. Wait, 28,000? Yes. Okay, maybe not New York City. But maybe like uh, some other, let's try some a, other like a Philadelphia think. type thing. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm sure Philadelphia is probably in the ballpark you're talking. No, no, okay, okay. So it's less dense than Philly, but uh, uh maybe Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, Philly has like four thousand people per square That's kilometer. Just so that we're close. not skimming over the details. But yeah, we're getting closer. Okay, we got a Pittsburgh. So it's like a Pittsburgh. It's like a Pittsburgh. Actually. Uh, Wait, no. Yes, it's like a Pittsburgh. <laughs> no, it's not. 5,000 people per square mile. Oh, Are you for real man, right now? Cool. Okay. Hang on. Hang on. We can do this. Let's try something stupid like Phoenix, because all the only reason they have a high populace is because they keep annexing land masses around them. Um, and there we go. Yes. Actually, it's perfectly like Phoenix. Is it? 3,000 per square mile there you in go. Phoenix. So Phoenix that's, is the sister city of this. Yep. Uh, it's it's Upzilla from from. <laughs> we don't Narsing even know if this is a specifically a city. It's just Upzilla from. It's Upzilla from the district. That's all. It's all we know for sure. Mm -hmm. But it does look like it's a very small specific dot. Yeah, it does have a very specific uh, coordinate here. If you have hover zoom installed on your browser, you can hover over the specific dot, and it gives you a really nice picture of the dot. Ah. <laughs> Just so you know, it's an Easter egg they put on there. That I mean, that dot is really high res for being as small as it is almost that always. That is very high. That's unreasonably this. high res. Look at this. That's a stupid high res for just being a little dot. <laughs> There's no reason for it you to be. You see it at the like, of width like, of like five pixels yeah. by five pixels. And yet... <laughs> and yet Somehow it has... it's like a 1.8 megabyte file. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't understand. I mean... Frost Wikipedia for delivering the most thorough and uh, high-quality multimedia experience. <laughs> the dot is probably more detailed than the actual map that it's on top of. Yes, I would say that's pretty safe. I don't know why. I, okay. Well, in any case, what can we say about Narsingi Sadar? Well, um... As of the 1991 census, this has a population of 451,000. Males taking up 32% of the population and females taking up 67% of the population. That's a 
oddly off. Uh, yeah, that is very disproportionate. Wonder why that is. That seems very contradictory to most of the cultures in <laughs> most regions. Yeah. <laughs> like, like why? Why is it, it so be disproportionate? A closer to fifty. Not seventy thirty. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> but uh, their eighteen up population is two hundred twenty six thousand. So over half is eighteen up. But then again, two hundred thousand of them are under eighteen. That's also that also yeah. feels off. Do you know how many yeah. more years there are supposed to be in people's lives other than uh, beyond That's eighteen? True. <laughs> it's like there's literally only eighteen years. Yes. And then uh, above that, there's like potentially up to you know what ninety two, yeah, eighty two, ninety two more years. Reasonably, like, like around eighty. Yeah. Well, like the top end is like over a hundred. Ninety, a hundred. But like that's obviously not common, but. But it's still... But it's in there. It's in the, uh-huh. it's in the game. So it, it, that's just pretty remarkable in and of itself. The, the, those, those people... <laughs> there are a lot more women than there are men, and they are all having babies. Yeah. <laughs> that, is, that has to be what this is coming down to. I don't know why. Yeah, they're, they're, that really must be it. Like, they just must be just tons of babies. Just, just babies everywhere. <laughs> just coming out of houses, just showing up in stores. You go to McDonald's, like, <laughs> include them with your Happy Meal. There's everywhere. Don't don't give yeah. babies to children to take care of, please. <laughs> don't do that. McDonald's. Don't. Don't. <laughs> okay, so another thing about this place is it has two Power Saba... And fourteen unions slash wards. Um, good. It has two hundred three mazas slash mahalas. Uh, mazas, mazas are downazilla. <laughs> and it has two hundred and seventy villages. What? <laughs> so I don't know. I, yeah. That what does it makes me confused about how um, this is divided up and how big this is? Yeah. Like, would this? This wouldn't be a county because it's very specific. And it's inside like, another thing. This is Narsingdi, Sadar, inside of the Narsingdi. Yeah, inside of Bangladesh. So, so uh, 270 villages. A population so, density of Phoenix. <laughs> if you put phoenix into fewer parts if you take phoenix back 20 years you it would probably be 270 villages yeah. they've annexed Ooh. a lot of things you don't let's understand see. it's out of control um with phoenix let's get the square mileage of phoenix okay just uh just a comparison yeah. sake for comparison's sake we've, we've got 82 square miles for this thing okay so phoenix is 517 square miles. So Phoenix has a larger area, mm-hmm. larger population, same density. That kind of makes it even more confusing because that means this place is five times as small, yeah. divided up into 270 parts. Yep. Yes. It is literally... The same population density as Phoenix would be where it's smaller. And then, even amongst the smallness of it, comparatively, it becomes tinier and tinier and tinier. 
And These villages must be like I don't understand. Le less than a square mile big. And if you have that kind of like disparity between men and women and young and old, is there just an entire village of like of like there's just like an entire village of women somewhere, <laughs> statistically speaking. There's gotta be like one of those villages is just women. It's just mm -hmm. a woman's enclave. That's all it is. Although I'm wondering if this could be a case of um, cultural misunderstanding or like language barrier kind of thing. How do you because mean? Because this is under the administration heading. Is it possible that villages means like a title of a government kind of position? You, you mean like you think a village is like somebody who I, I don't know like, because it I seems mean, like there are unions seems... there are wards wards sounds like not actually you're right I guess wards could you know, be like like, like, yeah. like you know like like Robin he's he's yeah. his young ward and not just because he was played by Burt Ward either <laughs> like there, he's actually a ward it's a thing Montgomery yeah. Ward so I don't know I don't know what to think of that. Um, See if Google can, I would, I would rather, I would rather your you be right here because that makes more sense to me than splitting it up into two hundred to, to, to splitting up something like a fraction the size of Phoenix into two hundred and seventy smaller things. <laughs> Because that seems asinine. That's crazy talk. Alright. Well, we'll leave it a mystery. Maybe if we have any listeners from Bangladesh. <laughs> Now's the time to speak up. Us. <laughs> Tell us how we are wrong about villages. We would genuinely like to know what is up with. Bangladesh villages. Um, also under this heading, Uno is Mudakaber Ahmed. So, good for him. He has Uno. Yep. He played it well. <laughs> he played a draw four and everybody else. Yep. He won. Played a draw four and then he played another draw four. <laughs> I hate when that happens. Lose every time that way. So, do we want to check out Upazillas of Bangladesh. Let's go Upazilla. Let's go Upazilla. Hey, that shape looks familiar. Maybe that's a Bangalore. I mean, a Bangladesh. Upazilla. Which used to be called Thana. Our geographical regions in Bangladesh used for administrative or other purposes. They function as subunits of districts, and their functionality can be seen to be analogous to that of a county or a borough of western countries. So, wait. No. Go back. You, you had me for a second, and then you messed up. The, the, their functionality can be seen as analogous to that of a county or a borough? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 no. What? A I, county... I'm pretty sure a county is much bigger than a, a borough. It, sh it's, it should be. It's supposed to be. Because, like, New York City itself has five boroughs. And then there's New York City. And then New York City is the bigger of 
that. And then it's in its own county. Yeah. So. Hmm. Um. But it's a a, a county or a borough of what uh, you can't be or it's it's yeah what, maybe they maybe they vary them because it says they are administrative districts but they're also sometimes used for other purposes mm. so maybe they kind of freeball it a little bit they look they're be. like yeah you're a county you're a county you're a county but you you're too small you gotta organize yourself like a borough <laughs> maybe something that like that because it does say at present bangladesh has 40 490 episodes and that picture does not show 490. Yeah. I don't just know. a quick glance, I'm just eyeballing it, that's like <laughs> 25. <laughs> so I don't know yeah. where the other 470 I mean, you can see are. white lines inside of the bigger lines. So, oh, 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 the still, upazillas are the white lines. That's okay. still no, there's no way that's So that's 100 of them. <laughs> there's like... Yeah, I mean, that's maybe 200 white lines at, max, at most. At max, yeah. So there, I would imagine someplace within those little tiny blue things, there are probably a bunch of little white ones. And those might be your burrow-esque ones. Don't know. Don't know. All I know is there's 490 of these as of the 9th of May of this year. And they're the second lowest tier of regional administration in Bangladesh. Uh, administrative structure there consists, in fact, of... Eight divisions, 64 districts, uh, Upazila, Tana, and Union Parishads, or UPs. And this system of devolution was introduced by the former military ruler and president of Bangladesh, Lieutenant General Hussein Muhammad Rashad, in an attempt to strengthen local government. Hmm. Below the UPs, villages... Graham is <laughs> I don't know is that like a alternative name for them or? it's how much they weigh <laughs> <laughs> and para exists but these have no administrative power and elected mm. members paragrams <laughs> and the local government ordinance of 1982 was amended a year later redesignating and upgrading the existing thanas as Upazillas. So they took it up as well. Now, Upazillas, as we have been over before, were formerly known as Thana, which literally means police station. Hmm. Uh, despite the meaning, Thanas functioned much as an administrative and geographic region, much as today's Upazillas. In 1982, the Thanas were returned to uh, as Upazillas with provisions for semi-autonomous local governance. This system was reverted to the Thana system in 1992. Later in 1999, geographic regions under administrations of Thanas were again converted into Upazillas. All administrative terms in this level were renamed from Thana to Upazilla. For instance, Thana Nurabi Officer or Thana Executive Officer, literally translated, was renamed to Upazilla <laughs> Nirbahi Officer, or Upazilla Executive Officer. That. Yeah. I was they've... confused when they said they renamed everything from Thana to Upazilla. But now that they've used it in a sentence, I really, I'm really on board. 
the word Thana is now used to solely refer to police stations. Generally, there is one police station for each Upazilla, but larger administrative units may have more than one police station covering different regions. It so, seems like pretty chaotic, though. If you have yeah. Upazillas that are that dense and have that many people that only have one police station, that seems <laughs> dumb. <laughs> yeah. So do we want to go all the way up to Bangladesh? Let's do it. Let's go all the way up. Let's go all. Let's go let's up go another up Zilla. <laughs> Maximum Zilla here. Max in the Zilla. You might even say we couldn't get Mozilla. <laughs> we are at the Godzilla. <laughs> That's exactly right. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so Bangladesh is officially known as the People's Republic of Bangladesh. And it's a sovereign state in South Asia. So, <clears throat> forms the largest and eastern portion of uh, the ethno linguistic region of Bengal. In uh, Bangladesh, they have many festivals, and the Pohela Boishak. Which is the Bengali New Year? I like it. Is the major festival of Bengali culture, and they have uh, a lot of different festivities. Of the major holidays celebrated in Bangladesh, only Pohela Boishak comes without any pre-existing expectations, such as uh, religious identity or cultural gift giving or anything like that. Hmm. So, there's just nothing. It's just, you got to have a fun time. Interesting. I like that, though. That's uh, very free-feathered. Yeah. It's good. Um, unlike holidays like Eid al-Fitr, I'm not sure what that is, where dressing up in lavish clothes has become the norm, or Christmas, where exchanging gifts has become an integral part of the holiday, Pohela Boishak is really about celebrating the simpler, royal, rural roots of the Bengal. As a result, more people can participate in the festivities together without the burden of having to reveal one's class, religion, or financial capacity. That makes it sound a little, like, I don't know, brutal over there if they, if they have to say it that way, like... You can participate with having, without having to reveal anything about mm. yourself, <laughs> you know? Like, like oh, like, uh, oh, you're one of those people, I see. Which I guess is helpful in a country that's already 88% Muslim? Yeah, I guess. I guess that's the time that the one out of every 10 <laughs> people who's not a Muslim is able to go out and be like, hey, <laughs> I'm like you today. And they're like, yep. You sure so, are. Yep. And we've ignored you <laughs> the other 364 days of the year, and we totally don't know exactly that you aren't a Muslim, and yeah. <laughs> like, I, I mean, it's a good thought, but come on. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, the, the, the odds are clearly like, <laughs> eh. Like the, the odds are they probably already know. Like, if yeah. you're, if you're, if you if you're, you're going to scout like a sore thumb. Especially based on, like, if they have, like, Christmas celebrations and other kind of 
you know, yeah. celebrations over there that do have religious themes, then like obviously they're going to be like, oh yeah, those there's the people of that culture. Exactly. They're not. It's not going to be yeah. like, oh man, don't know. That's that's a really <laughs> weird way to phrase it because they don't even they don't even change they don't even like acknowledge that about Christmas. Yeah. Because Christmas isn't a Muslim holiday. There's yeah. there's not so so. So, so why are you exceptioning Christmas for the gift changing thing if that's not really what you mean? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, it just makes it sound like it's some sort of weird espionage country where everybody's like a spy and nobody wants to reveal who they really are. Which is odd, but at the same time, maybe it's just that maybe they mean well with it but i don't i don't know that is a very odd way to put things but in any case um there are the muslim festivals of the aforementioned eid al-fitr there's also eid al-adha milad an-nabi muharram chandrat and shabi barat and then there's also Hindu festivals of Durga Puji, Puja, uh, Janmashtami, and Rath Yatra. And there's also Buddhist festivals. Um, Wait, hold on. Doesn't that? Never mind. <laughs> I just want I just wanted people to think on that for a second. <laughs> and now we can continue. <laughs> <laughs> there's the Buddhist festival of Buddha Purnima which marks the birth of Gautama Buddha. And then there's also the Christian festival of Christmas, and these are national holidays in Bangladesh. All of them. And they all see a very widespread celebration in the country, despite the majority of the country see, like, 99% of it being either Islam or Hindu. Yeah. 0.9% is the other religion in Bangladesh. <laughs> and yet, they still celebrate Christmas and the Buddha holiday, which is actually kind of charitable, I suppose. Yeah. For being a country that phrases like their New Year celebration is like, well, you can be yourself on that one, I guess. <laughs> they, they, they've done a decent job of usurping and celebrating cultures that don't necessarily really have a very strong presence. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's, that's something. Yeah, gotta commend them for that. Um, but uh, in addition to these are national holidays like the remembrance of the 21st of February 1952 which is Language Movement Day what? or International Mother Language Day oh thanks for clarifying <laughs> and then there's also Independence Day for Bangladesh <laughs> and Victory Day and on Language Movement Day here we go People congregate at the Shahid Minar in Dhaka to remember the national heroes of the Bengali language movement. Still not sure what happened there. And at the Jatiyo Smriti Sudo on Independence Day and Victory Day to remember the national heroes of the Bangladesh Liberation War. And these occasions are observed with public ceremonies, parades, rallies by citizens, 
political speeches, fairs, concerts, and other public and private events celebrating the history and traditions of Bangladesh. And there's TV and radio stations doing special programs, and schools and colleges do special fairs and festivals and stuff. So... What? Again, in which citizens from all levels of society can participate. <laughs> Sums up here, man. You're right. You're on to something. <laughs> We should find the place in the article where it talks about that. There's got to be a place where it's like, by the way, we have a case system. Like, yeah. there's got to be something going on. Yeah. I'm very curious about this language movement. Because I don't understand what... It's like, hey, let's speak this language. Or is it like a, hey, let's covertly name something that is really imposing class, class restrictions on people. <laughs> something that's sort of misleading. Because I have a feeling it might be that. <laughs> like, uh, well, I mean, we could go deeper into public holidays in Bangladesh. We can. That is its own article. That might take us further into why these, some of these are... Yeah, let's get into it. Let's, let's try it. Let's try it and hope. What is going on in Bangladesh? Chittagong. Oh. It's the name of the... Um, one of their cities. It's just fun to say. I wanted to say it before we left the <laughs> Bangladesh has 15 national holidays based on three separate calendars. Wow. Um, it's a little complicated. That, yeah, why, why are they operating off of three different calendars here? Well, we have the Bengali one, which makes sense. They're from Bengal. Mm-hmm. We have the Gregorian one, which makes sense. They are in the rest of the world. <laughs> and then we have the Hijri, which is just sort of a curveball thrown in there. <laughs> Public holidays in Bangladesh generally account for 19 days of the year, so not very different from our own uh, setup here in the United States. There's on... Come in here right now. Well, this isn't very helpful. Uh, the, most of the things on the Hijri calendar don't seem to have dates. Uh, they, they have a chart here that explains every holiday, when it's celebrated, and they equate it between the Bengali and Gregorian calendars. However, as soon as we get over to the Hijri problem, we encounter a problem. That problem is, there isn't a date there. Well, if we jump over just briefly to the... Um, in Hijri calendar, they do have a list of 12 months, but they don't really kind of go into the what time of year that is. Hmm. Yeah, it doesn't really give a clear picture of the Hijri calendar. But I gotta say, I'm digging the Bengali calendar. Bengali calendar is kind the, of the kind new, of great. the new revised version. Yeah, it's got 31 days for the first five months, mm-hmm. 30 days for the last seven months or six, seven. Yeah, it's very nice. Makes it easy. And it's uh 594 years younger 
than the Gregorian calendar. So if you want to go back to the 1400s, <laughs> just change your calendar. Actually, you can do that with the Hijri calendar, too. Both the Islamic and Bengali calendars are, in fact, lingering in the 1400s somewhere. Well, I think the 14... Maybe not quite the 1400s. Maybe it was a little earlier than that. Uh, mm. Islam kind of sprung up. Yeah, yeah. Like around that. It became a thing that was more popular around. So, that, like, for sure. somebody was like, "All right, Islam is now a religion, and we are starting with year one." Yeah, and that's there it. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> that had to be take some really bold, uh, <laughs> bold strokes to be able to like just establish a new year. Like, yeah. hey, remember those last couple hundred years? Don't worry about them. This is year one. <laughs> this is the first year of the rest of our lives. <laughs> or maybe it was like a guy like trapped on an island or like somewhere and he was like you know what i'm just gonna track my years year one year two and then like got off and everybody was like hey hey let's celebrate you and your awesomeness and start you know go by your calendar i don't know something had to happen yeah. i mean something pretty momentous to read reset time to reset everybody's yeah. like means of history to just like zero yeah, uh, that does you know that tends to throw a wrench in some things. Mm-hmm. I'll talk about a Y2K bug. Yeesh. <laughs> hey, you know it's like solve Y2K. Hey, just set everything back to zero. Why not? That's true. <laughs> I mean, over yeah, again. <laughs> yeah. That, that won't be confusing for it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we we have that boy shack. Uh, oh, I let boy shack my boy. Yeah, shack <laughs> me shack. And a Bendigo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, there's two different, three different Boy Shacks here. Boy Shack X. <laughs> there, yeah, there's Boy Shack 1, which is on April 14th, and it's called Bang- Bangla New Year's Day. And then there's Boy Shack 18, which is May 1st. And I'm assuming April 14th is their first day of the year, so that's why yeah, it's called that. Exactly. But then there's the 18, which is probably on the 18th, and that is on May 1st, and it's called May Day. Okay. <laughs> so Boy Shack 18, May Day. <laughs> and we got Boy Shack or X Boy Shack or X Joyce though. And that is on X May or X June. <laughs> okay, I guess that that one must switch. That one must be like on the second Tuesday or something. Yeah, that one is Buddha's birthday. Maybe it's like either the last day of Boyshack or the first day of I don't know, something like that. <laughs> Got to be something, right? But oh, okay, so yeah. Um, these this boy shack and all this stuff is the dates, the boy the Bengali dates. Um, so then there's Sraban thirty one. Um, on that day is National Morning Day. Hmm. Okay. On this day, some guy and a family members were assassinated by a group of junior Bangladesh army officers. Oh. Wait. That's uh, that's sad. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to. Are they celebrating the assassination or 
They're mourning. Yeah. Okay. They they miss the sheik. Okay. Sheik. Sheik. He he was killed by Bangladesh army officers. There was a military Ooh. coup. Uh. That's why there was a military president. That's what made the Upazillas. It's mm. true. Hmm. Uh, but Badro. X Badro. Which uh, is in August. <laughs> X Badro. There's a good metal band name right there. Uh, this one is called Krishna Janmashtami. This is the birth date of Krishna in the Hindu religion. And taking place in X Ashwin or X Kartiko, which is X September or X October. How can you have a holiday that takes place possibly in two different months? That's, mm-hmm. what, I'm, that's what I'm wondering here. Well, <laughs> um, I'm just going to bounce over to... When you have a calendar that is like 10 days less than ours, it can shift between months, I think, if it's like in the right part of the month. Right? Mm, I guess. I guess. I um, think that's mathematically sound. Yeah, I just bounced over to this one, um, Durga Puja. And uh, in 2016... It took place from 7th of October to 11th of October. And this year, it took place 26th of September to 30th of September. So, so it could be entirely in one or the other, or straddle. Yeah. That's very that's strange. A very large variance. Yeah. Hmm. And I don't know how it would reset. I feel like it would just keep sliding backwards further and further <laughs> if it was like a discrepancy of like 10 days. Yeah. That wouldn't work. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's a little strange. It's a little odd. We also, we have Victory Day on Push 2. We have, uh, shortly after that, about a week after, is Christmas Day on Push 11. Oh, Push 11, Christmas Day. <laughs> Happy Push 11. <laughs> and Language Martyrs Day. What? And International Mother Language Day is on Falcon 9. <laughs> Falcon <laughs> 9. That's a good TV show name. That's yeah. Falcon 9. Language Martyrs Day. This day commemorates the struggle for the Bengali language in 1952. Wait a minute. Didn't we, at one point, I feel like we did discuss a, an article that was talking about like some people and their main language was like not the official language of the country I think we did but I don't think it was Bangladesh I think it was maybe it was a different one there was another I think there were other ones we were talking about um, the six not the sheiks which is easy to get confused but the six were in uh, uh, India Hmm. and they were on like the India Pakistani area and that was um, I forget where it was, but yeah, similar problem, same problem. As a matter of fact, different person group, similar geographic region, similar socioeconomic pressures, arguably different outcome because, uh, well, you know, Bangladesh is a country, 
and yeah. Bangladesh language Bangladesh's official language is now the seventh most spoken dialect in the world. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> they, they, they fought back. They got it. Yeah, somebody had to. Never heard of a language war. Or, but I guess they yeah. happened. <laughs> then uh, after that comes Father of the Nation's Birth Anniversary. And that is on March 17th, or Choitro 3. Choitro 3. <laughs> Chorito. <laughs> I wish it was Chorito. That would be good. Could have Choritos on that day. But it's Choitro. Mm. And that sounds like a tabletop game. <laughs> like, a, like a boring one, That's too. That's true, yeah. <laughs> it's like one that like really tries hard to be artsy, but it's yeah. like... Eh, it's like, this isn't really appealing. This isn't fun. Yeah. <laughs> Um, then we also got the Independence Day on March 26th, or Troitro 12, and this is obviously Declaration of Independence of Bangladesh, so there you go. And then some more ambiguous ones that only have a date on the Hijri calendar. Ashura takes place in Muharram 10, and... Eid e Maladun Nabi takes place on Rabi Alawal 12. Eid ul Fitr takes place on Shawal 1 through 3. And Eid ul Adha takes place dual Hajj 10 to 12. Mm, I, I knew you had to do one Hajj in your lifetime, but yeah. two? Dual Hodges? That's that's. I guess that really is a Muslim Muslims festival of sacrifice, Dual huh? Hodge. Yeah, man, that's a lot of a lot of walking that's around. Like an action movie right there. Dual Hodge. Dual Hodge. Dual Hodge Mish. Wait, and that's it, <laughs> no. And that is a the Muslim festival of sacrifice. That's interesting. Oh wow. Okay, so I'm gonna actually go through these holidays are um, the Eid e Miladunabi is the birth of Muhammad and then Ashura is the death of the grandson of Muhammad so I feel like that's strange they don't like celebrate like the son of Muhammad or anything they just go right to the grandson i don't understand that i didn't know that was a thing but okay <laughs> birth of the prophet muhammad death of the grandson of muhammad maybe that was like the last male in the line or something it could be the last i mean the last son of muhammad that like you know cared about the prophecies and stuff or something. I don't know. Like, I mean, I guess being that we're not Muslim, we, we just don't know. don't know what the, it all means. No. So, like, I'm sure people, like, trying to understand American holidays would be like, wait, so you celebrate the death of your God. <laughs> so you celebrate, so you really like this Jesus guy, and then you kill him and that's the biggest holiday you've got in spring. Uh, that's kind of weird, you guys. It's kind of weird. Yeah. So I, I can understand. Yeah. 
I mean, technically, that's it's not that cut and dry, but like well, without yeah. some crucial but, details, like yeah. we would be right. ones to overlook, not knowing the culture. Yeah. You know. Yeah. When, when you <laughs> it boil it down sense. to one sentence, that's yeah. as bare bones as possible, you might overlook you, something important. Yeah, you, miss, you miss the meaning, of, the true meaning of everything. You miss the true meaning of the death of the grandson <laughs> of Muhammad. Yes. <laughs> so we got a lot of holidays. Unfortunately, Christmas does not have a link. But you know what does have a link? Pooch! <laughs> yes, Pooch does have a link. We do have a link to <laughs> Pooch! May as well go where the where they're pushing us to. <laughs> yes, I would I would love to go to Pooch. Pooch! We're there. We've made it. Oh man, I wish I wish Pooch was like a sound effect. Don't worry. We could, we could we could just push all our articles instead of the ding. <laughs> we yeah. don't have to wor- we don't have to worry. People people are on the, on this. Here here we go. Push is the ninth month of the Ben Yali calendar and the Nepali calendar. It overlaps December and January of our calendar. It is the first month of the winter season. Even there, uh, this month is named after the star Pushya. Uh, this month marks the start of winter. Which <laughs> bang. <laughs> Which translates. <laughs> which translates in Bengal to shit. Um, How appropriate. <laughs> that's too good. That's too good. Uh, they knew what they were doing. Yep. <laughs> Brace yourselves. <laughs> shit is coming. Um. So uh, during poosh. Crops are harvested and farmers often have ample food and income. Poosh is therefore thought of as a good month. In his novel, Gana Devata, the, the, the noted Bengali writer Tarashankar Bandopadhyay r- quotes a rural wa- rhyme. Push, push, golden push, come, push, but don't go away, don't ever leave, don't leave, push, don't. The husband and son will eat a full bowl of rice. <laughs> wow. I was really expecting that to translate a little better yeah, when I started I'm that. I'm sure it's in the original language, it's probably a little more... A little smoother. Slower, yeah. Well, you know, I, I was I was just happy they had like a sing-sung poem of push. <laughs> that, just, that just pleases me. <laughs> Golden poosh. Almost as much as what their translation of winter is. Because I think that really cuts to the chase. That's, uh... Golden? <laughs> the start of winter. Good old poosh. Pushing out the shit. <laughs> Just gotta push it all out. Yep. <laughs> oh, no. Well. Don't go away, poosh. Don't leave, Poosh. Once you... <laughs> Never leave. Ah, oh, weird. Okay. The husband and son will eat a full bowl of rice. What about everybody else? <laughs> what about the wife? Nope, not there. Alright. <laughs> she died making all the about rice the... ready for Poosh. Well, the husband and the son, what about the father? Oh, that's true. Yeah. We don't know yeah. that the husband's the son's the kid, the son's is... dad. The husband and the son. Maybe they're both married. Maybe it's Whoa, the son's husband. Progressive. <laughs> uh, it's a yeah. progressive time of year. This push. Yeah. Sounds like they're pushing the social agenda. <laughs> well, you know, 
They'll push you. That's true. They know their shit. I mean, their winter over there in Bangladesh. Yep. All right. So, how do we get out of the shit? Um. Now we're in Push. We could Push ya. Let's Push ya. What is Push ya? Go, go one Push higher. Can you push me higher? Up a another page. Alright. Pushing it. To the limit. Push ya is uh, an extra an Indian astronomy. Some texts give its name as Tishya, meaning to look. It corresponds to E oh, and oh, Kankri in the Cancer constellation. The Hindu god Bahrata, brother of Rama, was born under this Nakshatra. It is, is a Nakshatra. Right, is that just a constellation? Maybe the... Yeah, it might be. Because it keeps saying Nakshatra as though it's a it's a repeated construct in uh, the stars. Yeah. So I'm guessing it might be. It's also mentioned in the story, this one, of uh, the birth of Buddha. Hmm. Pushya is known as Puyam and Malay- Malayalam. Ooh. Ooh, a palindrome. Nice. Wait. Whoa. Whoa, Ma- that is. Malayalam. There we go. I like that. That's that's quality. You don't usually see those just kind of hanging around. Yeah. Um, so, under the traditional Hindu principle of naming individuals according to their birth star, see Jay- Jayatisha, the following Sanskrit uh, syllables correspond with this nakshatra and would belong at the beginning of a first name. That who pronounced as in hurry, so her, her. And there's he, or he, pronounced as in heavenly. And ho, ho, pronounced as it appears. <laughs> I, mean, I feel like you could pronounce that different ways. Go who, ho. I mean, like, he. They, they should really just put something there, you know? I think, yeah. Just say, pronounced as in something. Like, you can put any... You don't have to be lazy. Oh. Oh. Pronounce. I can't think of a third one. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming ho. Who? I'm assuming ho. it could be who. It could be who. Because W doesn't do anything. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> we will never know how to pronounce it. <laughs> But then there's also da, pronounced as in Rhonda. As opposed to pronouncing it as day. Day. Oh, mm. oh. Or da. 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 Day. Da. Yeah. And da. So just da. 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 Okay. All right. We're good now. I think. Except for Ho. Ho yeah. still. Ho's up in the air. Ho still who? Yeah. Who is Ho? Hostel. Host to tell. <laughs> Who's to tell? <laughs> uh, the birthstone associated 
with this nakshatra is blue sapphire or neelam. Neelam. Because it is ruled by the planet Saturn according to Vedic astrology. Also use pearl because Pushya falls in the Cancer or Karkataka sign. Traditionally, many people buy gold on the day of this nakshatra. What? What? Why? He's going around every single year buying gold. Oh, oh. hey, you see the, hey, you see the stars? Gotta buy gold. Gotta buy gold now. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. These people, they must have a lot of money. And in Maharashtra, India, Gurupushya Yoga, the moon transitioning transiting Pushya Nakshatra on Thursday is considered very auspicious to buy gold. However, the same day is considered inauspicious for marriages as it was the day when Lord Rama and Sita were married. What? Wait. Oh, well, we're in a parentheses, in a parentheses right now. Here we go. My Marathi book Nakshatra Loka by... Is that supposed to be a citation? By Saint Mahadevastri Josh. I. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> supposed to be a citation right there. By by the PC? Like he may have like never finished editor. it? They, like, because it says Marathi book. Yeah. And then they just kind of ramble. I, f- I feel like that has to be like somebody messed up They're a citation. They're trying to... Because it did say citation needed earlier, so maybe they were like... This is where it's from. It's from the Marathi book. Figure it out. <laughs> I don't know. But when Pushya falls on a Sunday, it is called as... It is called as Ravi Pushya Yoga, or also known as... You really don't need the or there. Also known as Ravi Pushya Nakshatra Yoga. Wait. Give or take a nakshatra. Yeah. This is very important for knowledge of tantra and mantra. Tantra and and mantra. (laughs) Shopping for upcoming marriages, events, and festivals as this time is considered... At this time is what it should say. Is considered auspicious to buy all sorts of new items. There's not a better word than auspicious. Uh, Yeah. You don't mean like... Auspicious is very... Auspicious and inauspicious. Do you mean like considered a good time? <laughs> considered a bad time? Yeah. How about it is those? A good time. It is a very good time. It was the it was the best of times to buy gold. It was the worst of times to buy gold. That's what I need to know. Yes. Tell me when to buy my gold. A tale of two golds. <laughs> Uh, according to Indian medicines such as Ayurveda or Siddha, that's it. Uh, this day is auspicious. <laughs> really? I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm following. I auspicious. see that sentence. I don't know what to do with it. I don't know how to complete that. I don't know where they were going. <laughs> they it's stopped. According to it, that's all it is. It's just according to all that stuff. But this day is considered an auspicious and auspicious to administrating drugs on this day. Oh, God. 
Okay. Hold on. Okay. This Try that again from the top. You got it. Down here. here. Here we go. All right. Word at a time here. This day is considered an auspicious to administrating drugs on this day seem very effective in terms of action as it re as it's related to golden herbs. Okay. So, right, according to Indian medicines such as Ayurveda or Siddha, Kama, this day, which is to say Pushya? Are we talking about Pushya? I, I think we're still talking about Pushya. Alright, Pushya is considered a day where it is good to administer drugs as they seem to be very effective when okay maybe not quite <laughs> let's take a second kind of breaks that. down towards the end there all right according to indian medicines such as ayurveda or siddha pushya is considered to be a strong day for administering medicines that use gold and herbs as ingredients. How's that? There we go. I think that I works. think that's a that doesn't really corrupt what they mean. It actually kind of. I think that is a very helps it along. Yeah. That is an effective sentence. But yeah, they, I don't. I also don't want to touch it because I don't know for sure. Yeah. yeah exactly. And I may be messing it up even more. Yeah, that would be my best guess, though, because it does seem like everything is good and/or auspicious when it comes to gold. And if you use gold and herbs in your medicine, which I hope not, because gold is a very limited quantity, please don't eat it. Um, Otherwise, I'll just end up in your poop, and that's not—that's not ideal. I mean, we can get it back, I guess, but just don't, just don't make us go for the poop, poop gold. <laughs> It's, a, it's already it's already a shit month. We don't need more. <laughs> it's alright. Pushya is all, already taking us right to winter, and you know how that is. I wonder if okay. that's okay. Here we go. I looked up the actual citation for this paragraph, and I found this: as per Siddha and Ayurveda. Administrating drugs on this day seem very effective in terms of action. Since Swarna Prasha's main ingredient is gold, it is an auspicious day to buy gold to prepare and administer the preparations of gold. So, Some claim the radiation of the medicinal potency is more in gold on this day. That said to be a good day to administer any type of medicine. Okay, well... Obviously, the site that they took this from also has some language barrier issues. So, Google, define auspicious. Because <laughs> it was over there, too. Yeah, they conducted to success. Favorable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, prosperous. Good. Whoever typed up this article just really was like, you know what? I love that word auspicious. I'm going to keep using it as much as I can. Somebody, I mean, like, it's a cool word. Don't get me wrong. It's not It's not but wrong. It's, it's good a one-time use in an article. Like, I you guess throw it in there once, 
you'd be like, oh, auspicious. Okay. It draws your attention yeah. without you noticing anything is up. But once yeah. auspicious is there multiple times, <laughs> yeah. it becomes suspicious. <laughs> That's... Don't turn an os into an us. A yes, sus. a sus. <laughs> don't make a su- don't make a fuss, or there will be sus. Suspiciousness. <laughs> Yeah, that's yep. Well, yeah, um, yeah. This would be a better paragraph to use it exclusively in, right? I think. But I think that's what its meaning is supposed to be. Gold is good during pushya. Pushya pushes the gold further into you. If you <laughs> eat gold with your medicine, that medicine's gonna be gold, and also more medicinal, I guess. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and. Also, people flock to movie theaters and malls on this day to celebrate. Like most days that people <laughs> have to celebrate, Yeah, it would seem. Hey, let's go to the movies. Capitalism. I wonder if they buy golden tickets and see golden movies. Maybe they watch The Man with a Golden Gun. And then they try to eat everything <laughs> because it's good to ingest it and buy it and eat it. Yeah, gold <laughs> you popcorn... Don't just... You don't just buy it. You eat. You eat the gold. That's the day you eat it all. Yep. Eat as much gold as you can. <laughs> they have. I mean, they can't. They they tried screening gold gold finger in, in movies <laughs> movie theaters one time, but that was a negative thing because they saw somebody die by way of eating too mm. much gold, and then yep. it's always a rough but lot. Then they just administered some gold to him, and they were like, "Hey, he's all better now." Yeah. That was that was the gold best way is, to do it. Gold is the best medicine, especially on, on Pushya. Especially on Pushya. This this is the only day when gold is going to be its maximum effectiveness. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, there you have it from Rajudin Ahmed Raju to Pushya. All I right, hope we've pushed you. As far as you wanted to go, in in Bangladesh and and uh, uh, constellations, aka nakshatras, probably we don't actually know that. Yeah, <laughs> most likely. It's a term for a lunar mansion <laughs> in, in Hindu astrology. But that's that, that's we're going beyond the end of the episode now. Wow. Is, Okay. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, just so you know, though, that's what. Yeah. I guess they just build houses. Maybe, maybe they have just like houses for their gods in the stars instead of constellations. Yeah. Why would you make your gods out of the stars whenever they're clearly living in the stars? <laughs> so they have made houses just yeah. like you have. I mean, that's actually a little more practical. Yeah. When I think about it. Makes sense. Like, <laughs> of course, it's space is cold. Of course, they want to live in a house. What are you talking about? Yeah, how would they just live shelter. out there? <laughs> it's cold. It's winter. It's shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's permanent shit out in space. <laughs> I still can't believe that's the direct translation. That is too good. Yeah. Oh man. So go ahead and hop on Facebook.com/slash/twcpodcast. Give us a like and follow. Over to iTunes, rate and review us. And, you know, tell us if we missed stuff. Tell us if we got lost in translation. And you can always find new episodes on our website, twc.airtreview.com. And I would like to thank Louis Armstrong for our theme song. And Billy Murray 
for our outro song. So thanks again for joining us. I was Eric. And I was John. And this was the Wikipedia Chronicle. Peace.